friends, welcome to the Link Fitness Show. I'm your host, Marissa Deshong, aka Link, and I'm here to motivate and educate on all things fitness, nutrition, and mindset to help you create an energized and healthy lifestyle. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. I am so happy you're here. Before we dive in, I do want to take a second to ask if you could please rate and review this podcast if you haven't already. It would mean the absolute world to me. Help you know spread the information and make an impact. Okay, so if you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast and share it with a friend. So today we are going over five things I wish everyone knew about nutrition. Let's just dive right on in. Okay, so number one, you need carbs. You need them. Okay, bold that, underline that, circle it, highlight it, the whole nine, okay? You need carbs. You do not need to replace your bread with vegetables. The only time you're going to see me eating a red bell pepper sandwich or a bell pepper sandwich instead of bread on my sandwich is if I have no bread and my red pe- or my bell pepper is about to go bad. That's literally the only time. And even then, that's pushing it. You'll sooner see me putting... Uh, lunch meat and cheese on a rice cake, <laughs> to be completely honest, with a side of peppers because they are delicious. Um, but you need carbs, okay? It's quite literally your brain's prefer- preferred fuel source, okay? Give your body what it wants and what it needs. <laughs> so carbs are where you get your energy from. If you slash your carbs, you may find that, whew, 1 p.m. and I I could really go for a nap and I have no energy to get through my workouts. And this weight that wasn't that challenging before is now really freaking challenging and I'm burning out and I'm just exhausted. It's because carbs are your energy source, okay? Your preferred energy source. If you have brain fog, you need more carbs. Like It's it's just that simple. It it really is. Please, for whatever you do, just please stop restricting carbs. Don't think, oh, I'm going to cut my carbs out and da 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 da. No, don't do that. Okay. What the recommended intake is, is anywhere from like 30 to 45% of your total daily intake. This is going to vary. Some people may be better off at, you know, 45. Other people may be good around 30. Other people may be good around 50 to 60. Um, but typically if you can fall in the range of 30 to 45, uh, you're probably sitting pretty. Now, if you are eating more calories, this is obviously going to give you a hell of a lot more. Uh, for example, I don't normally like to share my macros because I don't want anybody to think that they should follow what I'm following, but, uh, this is not nutritional advice by any means here. So the 30 to 45%, if you want to follow that, you can follow that, but I am not necessarily recommending it to you directly. So my macronutrients are, I'm eating about 1900 calories a day. I'm in a, I'm in a reverse right now. So I am reversing back to a higher uh, caloric intake. And my carb count is around 200. It's 197 to be exact, 197 grams of carbs each day. Okay. And as I continue to up my intake, closer to 2000 to probably the highest I'll go right now will be 2200. Um, as I'm reversing back up to that higher intake, 
that carb count is going to increase. So if I'm, say, following 40%, then that's going to increase as my calories increase. So again, this is going to look so different for each individual. So if you are looking for recommendations, um, message me privately. We can talk about my one-on-one coaching where I give custom macros and we adjust them and we we really like pay attention to our nutrition. So um, if you want actual help with that and direct help specific to you, let me know. Um, but anywho, carbs are your body's preferred fuel source. Okay. So please don't restrict carbs. Carbs are not bad. Carbs are not evil. You love them. You need them. Okay. Moving on to number two. Oh, this one used to really grind my gears. There is no magic food. There is no magic pill. There is no fat burning food. Okay. Now there is such a thing called the thermic effect of food. Um, you may also have heard it called the thermic effect of feeding. Same thing. Um, but this is basically where your body is burning calories just by digesting the food. Okay. So your metabolism is running in order to use those calories, to use the energy to digest the food that you just took in. Okay. So there is no such thing as a quote fat burning food, but all food requires energy in order to be digested. And that energy is going to be calories. Okay. So see where I'm going with this. Um, thinking of, to put it in the simplest terms that I can, calories in versus calories out, which yes, there is more to this, but I'm only going to kind of touch the surface with this here. Calories in versus calories out. Okay. Calories is energy. Okay. So when you are taking in calories, you are taking in an energy source. When you are burning calories, you are using that energy source. Okay. So in order to digest the food that you are now taking in, your body is using energy to do so. Okay. So while yes, you are technically burning calories as you eat, there is no such thing as a fat burning food. Okay. The digestion process starts in your mouth with your saliva. So your saliva actually starts the breakdown process. So then as you eat, your body is using energy to digest the food from there. So obviously it's, it's a multi-step process. It's not just your saliva digesting the food. It goes the whole way through your system. Um, but if you think about how long food is being digested, you're using a little bit of calories with your chewing you know, and then as it works its way through, you're using more and more energy stores to digest whatever food you had taken in. Okay. So a fun little PS tidbit to throw in there. Protein actually has a higher thermic effect than carbs and fats. So everybody's like, oh, I don't want to eat protein. I eat protein, protein, protein. Bitch, eat your protein. One, it is strong bitch summer. Okay. And two, body's going to have to work a little bit harder to break it down. Okay. It's not as quick and easy as like a carb source is where if you eat a rice crispy treat, a simple carb, your body's going to be like, swoop, burn right through that. Thank you. Appreciate it. Love that. Um, immediate energy stores where protein, for example, is going to take a little bit longer. If you're eating steak, it's obviously not going to digest as fast as a rice crispy treat. So you are going to be using more energy to digest that steak than you would for the Rice Krispie Treat. So um, pretty obvious example there, but trying to keep it as simple as I possibly can here. Uh, But just remember, no magic food, no magic pills, no fat burning food. Okay. There's that. 
Moving on to number three. If you cannot stick to whatever your diet is or your plan is long term, it's not worth it. Okay? Go with a more sustainable option whenever possible. You will quite literally end up back where you started if you do something that's not like a sustainable. Like, for example, if you know me, you know I freaking hate keto. Okay? So if you're like, oh, I'm just going to I'm just going to do keto for a few months to lose the weight and then I'll just go back to eating normal again. Like keto doesn't have to be a long-term thing. Yeah, okay. Well, here's the thing. Your body's going to adapt to keep you alive. That's quite literally its job. So, your body is going to adapt to the lower carb source. It's going to adapt to a higher fat. Your body is going to adjust, okay? So, yes, you may see results with keto. You probably will see results with keto because you're probably cutting a lot of calories out to be, to be completely honest. Um, but, but so your body is going to adapt to that level, right? But now you're like, okay, I lost the weight. I miss pizza. I miss spaghetti. I'm going back. I'm going to eat, you know, I'm going to slowly, slowly increase my carb intake to get back to where I am, to where I was. And you're going to put on a little bit of weight and, you know, and you're going to think, oh, I only put on two pounds. Like, that's totally fine. I'm still like where I want to be. So then you start eating normal again. And next thing you know, you're like, how the hell did I end up at day one? How, how did I get back here? Right? These bullshit diets are just going to run you through a vicious cycle. That's, that's literally what's, what's going to happen. Okay. It's a vicious, vicious cycle of on again, off again, on again, off again. Think why, why would there be so many fad diets out there if they all actually worked? Think about it. Why would paleo and keto and Mediterranean and all of the other bullshit diets be out there and multiple of them if the first one had worked? Huh? Think about it. If they had actually worked, why would we have so many bullshit fad diets out there? Juice cleanses. And uh, it's just beyond me sometimes what what some companies just come out with. But before I go ranting, let me reel myself back in here. Um, but yeah, so your body is going to adapt. So you definitely want to make sure that whatever you're doing, it's something that you can sustain long term and have it be enjoyable long term. I can tell you right now, if you cut my carbs out, I'm going to be one miserable person. I'll have no friends. My family will not talk to me because I will be cranky as hell. And it's not something that I can sustain because I love rice cakes and I love pizza and I love pasta and I love all of the carbs. Okay. Belvedas. Oh, I love Belvedas. Like, mm, you're not going to have me cut down my carbs. It's just not going to happen. So I know that's, that's, that's not something that I can stick to long-term. Therefore, it's not worth it, right? If if you go on this diet and it's like, okay, no sugar, no sweets, no snacks, no, no coffee, no none of this, and you absolutely love coffee and you absolutely love to, you know, bake cookies with your friends or your kids or your family, whoever it is, then is that really going to be a sustainable, enjoyable diet, lifestyle change? I I really just don't think it will be. So Instead of running for the quick fix, how about we prioritize putting in the effort and shooting for the the long game, 
as it will be way more sustainable and way more enjoyable. And you'll still see results. And if you don't believe me, look at my clients because my clients are absolutely killing it. And we always talk about, oh, what did you have? Oh, I went out drinking this weekend and I had cake for my birthday and I graduated this weekend. So I went out to dinner and I did this and oh my goodness. Like (laughs) when I tell you my girls are killing it, my girls are absolutely killing it. And they're enjoying every step of the process because they know and they understand that doing this quick fix is only going to cycle them through. They're going to feel good for a little bit. And then they're going to be really disappointed in themselves when they're back at day one. Okay. Instead of taking small steps and moving forward each and every day and creating habits that are going to last them long term, then we're sitting pretty. Know what I'm saying? Okay. So moving on to number four. Number four, your metabolism isn't broken. Your metabolism is not damaged. Like I said earlier, it adapts. Okay. Your metabolism has adapted. It is not broken. If you're eating 1,200 calories because you think your metabolism is broken, it is time to make a change, like yesterday, (laughs) okay? Up your calories, allow your body to adjust and adapt to a higher intake, reap the benefits of more calories and more energy, and then if you want to go into a cut from there, go for it. Go for it, okay? So for example, I'll kind of share a little bit about uh, what I've been going through recently. So um, if you weren't aware, I had shoulder surgery back in January. So in, as of January 15th, I got my shoulder surgery. I couldn't do pretty much anything <laughs> at all for the first like month. Um, and then by week six, I, you know, I was grinding in PT. I was that like overachiever. And I actually got cleared earlier than expected. So at week six, I was cleared to return to normal activities. Um, I just obviously had to take things slow. So during my recovery process, I was really prioritizing intuitive eating and just fueling myself to the best of my ability because I knew I needed to feel good. Well, in that time, um, to be quite honest, I don't think I was eating enough. I think I thought I was, and I was, I was under a little bit. So I lost probably like five pounds during the six weeks, if not a little bit more, um, which for me is a lot. And, uh, yeah. So basically what I'm doing now is I was going to say, oh, well, I'll go into like a little mini cut right before summer. Cause you know, summer shreds want to look good. But then I was I was noticing like, okay, my weight's not moving or it's going up and it just, just isn't right, right? And my body just wasn't responding well to the cut. So I was like, you know what? It's strong bitch summer. <laughs> we are going to adjust. We are going to do a, a reverse. So right now I'm currently in the middle of a reverse. I am probably about like halfway. I think I was... I, when I went into my cut, I was at about like 1700 calories. I'm currently, like I said, at like 1900 and I want to get up a little closer to like 21, 2200, if not a little bit more, um, and, and kind of go from there and see how my body's feeling. But that's just like my, my metabolism wasn't broken. My metabolism wasn't damaged. It had adapted and it was doing a lot. My body was going through a lot as I was trying to heal, um, from one hell of a surgery. It was one hell of a clean out surgery. Um, but yeah, so 
really understanding where your body is and what it's going through in the moment and then making adjustments from there. Sometimes we want to go for things and we, again, got to shoot for the long game, but please understand that your metabolism is not broken. It is not damaged. It has adapted, right? And it will adapt again and again and again because your body's job is to quite literally keep you alive, okay? That's what your body does. So understand that it's it's simply an adaptation and and you can you can change that, right? It just takes work, it takes effort, it takes structure. And you can go from there. So, moving on to number 5. Number 5 is 100% my absolute favorite. Okay? I know I ranted kind of a little bit 1 through 4, but 5 is 5 is the goodie, okay? 5 is the big the big one, okay? So, number 5, nutrition does not have to be hard. Okay. You can eat the food you want and still be successful. Okay. It's all about creating a healthy and sustainable balance. It's about prioritizing you. Okay. How do you feel when you eat certain foods? If you feel good, eat more of that. It's literally that simple. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to explain the, the example that I like to use with my clients. Okay, so think of your body as your vehicle, right? It's your vehicle. When you are eating, I want you to think, how is this going to fuel me, right? How is this going to fuel me? Am I going to use this food and is it going to fill three quarters of my tank? Or is it only going to fill, you know, a little bit, just give me a couple miles to get down the road? right? How are you going to feel after you eat certain foods? Are you fueling yourself with premium gas or are you fueling yourself with just, you know, the regular? You can have both, right? I mean, maybe not in a real vehicle, but in in your body, you can have premium food and you can have just regular lower nutrient density food. (laughs) Um, But really, how are you feeling? How are you fueling yourself? Are you fueling yourself to the best of your ability? If you know that you're going on a long road trip, are you going to fill your tank or are you going to just, you know, eh, quarter of a tank and I'll fill up when I, when I get low again? Why not just fill yourself, top it off, right? <laughs> Fuel yourself to the best of your ability. Use foods that are going to fill your tank, right? Now, yes, there's going to be times where, Hey, I filled my tank. I'm feeling good. I used some of it. Let me, you know, grab this small thing. Let me just top off, right? Let me just top it off, you know? So really nutrition does not have to be hard in the slightest bit. It does not have to be hard. We make it hard. We make it hard because we think that we have to go above and beyond to do all of the things instead of just making a healthy lifestyle change. Okay. That is one of the first things I do with all of my one-on-one clients. What habits do we have in place right now? What habits do we want to change? And we determine all of this based off the goals they have set for themselves. It's that simple. Like nutrition, fitness, all of this, it does not and should not be hard. There's going to be hard days. Yeah. There's going to be hard workouts. Yeah. But your overall journey should not be hard, okay? It shouldn't be. 
the more simple that you can make it, the better. Because the easier and more, I don't want to say easier, the, the more simple that it is, the more sustainable it'll be. Because it's going to be something that you can easily incorporate into your day-to-day lifestyle. Another example, um, if you are someone who is struggling with your sleep, one of the first things that we're going to look at is, okay, what time do you go to bed? What time do you get up in the morning? What do you do right before bed? What do you do as soon as you get up in the morning? It's literally that simple. We're creating habits that will help us long-term because if you're sleeping better, if your sleep hygiene is where it needs to be, then you're going to reap the benefits in other areas. Okay. So if you are struggling with your nutrition and we do a food log and, you know, 80% of your food log is food that is not high on the nutrient density scale, then we're like, okay, how can we, how can we change this? You know, if you, I don't know, if you love like pancakes for breakfast, I don't know why pancakes were the first thing I thought of because I don't even really like pancakes that much. But if you are like, I love my pancakes. This is what I eat in the morning. This is my go-to. Great. How can we add on and make that more nutrient dense? Can we add a bit of fruit to it? You know, maybe make a smoothie, drink a smoothie with it. How can we add more nutrients to your day-to-day based off of what you're already doing? Stop trying to remove shit and start altering. Start making adjustments. Start adding on little tweaks to make your day-to-day better. Make it more enjoyable. Make it easier, okay? But keep it as simple as you can, right? Uh, So... Kind of recapping all of this, number one, you need carbs. Number two, there is no magic food. There is no magic pill. There is no fat-burning foods. Number three, if you cannot stick to it long-term, don't even start because it's just going to run you through a vicious cycle. Go for the sustainable options whenever possible. Number four, your metabolism isn't broken and your metabolism is not damaged. It has simply adapted and it can adapt again. And number five, nutrition should not be hard. It doesn't have to be hard. Okay. Keep it simple. Now I'm saying. All right. So um, if you love this, make sure you rate and review and you share it with a friend because that would just be awesome. Um, and if you want more personalized help and support and guidance with your nutrition, with your fitness journey, please click the link in the show notes below. It'll say apply to work with me. Click that, fill out the application, and we will hop on a call to make sure it is the perfect fit for you. All right. So if you have any questions, you let me know and I'll catch you in the next episode.